I know I'm gonna get cooked. Talk to us. But I liked that Super Mario Brothers movie from the 90s. <laughs> Has about to catch a fucking fire. <laughs> it's the VOE podcast uh, coming at y'all again. Hey, Yo, it's your boy, on, Papa Sparks, aka Sparks Goddess, aka the Gallum Sugar, aka Mortal Spark, aka Papito Sparksito, aka Nonchalant Poppy, aka the man with the plan, aka the nigga behind the camera, aka the nigga with dreads, aka the nigga with the shades, aka I don't, Mr. I don't give a fuck. And I'm gonna pass it up to my nigga, Killer Gorilla Cat. Yeah, what up, y'all? Know what the bottom is? Your boy Kevin Legend, aka Killer Grave Digger, Cat Pillar, Rilla Nigga, aka the Black Joe Pesci, aka Heartbreak Killer, aka founding member of D Generation X, aka Kev with the Bev, aka K Podcast, aka Kaiser in the Building. And I'm going to pass it off to my OG, triple OG. Your boy, Gene 13, a.k.a. the Hookah Poppy, a.k.a. the Dykeman Daddy, a.k.a. Mac Zorus, a.k.a. Captain Dripper Valley. Keep the boat nice and steady. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. As my man's alluded to, man, we coming back again, hitting y'all upside the head with the topics that you Really love to discuss behind closed doors. But we're going to bring it to your front door today. Now, it's been a lot going on in these these weeks, these months, this year, whatever you want to call it, man. There's a whole lot going on in terms of anime, in terms of controversy, in terms of you name it. All right. But we're going to kick it off right at home, our home turf anime. If y'all don't know what's going on, it is currently the new season of anime dropping, full season to be precise. And it's so much that's hitting all at once. I'm talking Spy Family, Bleach came back, Mob Cycle got season three out. You feel me? And the one that seems to be shining above them all right now, the most talked about anime currently out, Chainsaw Man. I, if y'all don't know about Chainsaw Man, this is the story of a boy who lives in a world full of devils, and there's these things called devil hunters. Now, he's in this debt that he has to pay back from his, you know, bitch-ass father, and he finds himself hunting devils and trying so to like pay that pops. back. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. <laughs> he knew his pops. <laughs> I, I, I feel I feel personally attacked by the way his pops treated him, but um. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's a funny story. It's a dope story. Uh, currently got, what, three, four episodes out, something like that. But I want to get my brother's reaction to how they feel so far, because we all tuned in. We've all been keeping up with Chainsaw Man. And I want to know how y'all feel with this, because this is, I mean, the hype behind this, we haven't seen nothing like this since the hype of Attack on Titan Season 2. 
diaper like Demon Slayer season two, but this is the first season of Chainsaw Man. So how y'all feeling, man? The flow is yours. So funny, so funny thing, right? When we went to Anime NYC, was it last year, 2020? 2021? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see mad people talking about Chainsaw Man. I see that nigga in a costume. He had a yeah. big ass chain. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, mad people was talking about this. I'm like, Chainsaw Man. I'm like, this just sound mad cheesy. And I was like, the character looked cheesy as hell. So I like, I started reading the manga just to see what the hell it was. The first couple chapters caught me, but I ain't when you, I, since I knew the anime was coming out, I was like, damn, I'm not even trying to read this and then get to wipe it and watch the animation. I'm about to just watch it fresh, like it's brand new for me. So once I seen Mappa was doing it, I was like, oh, this shit about to be, <laughs> this shit about to be blazing you feel me so i mean i go for i only saw the first episode and like half of the second so i ain't really into it but i mean from the first episode that shit that shit if i was just if i didn't know about it i would that shit would have called me that first episode would have called me because it, it kind of gave me that <clears throat> the starting kind of gave me that like that death note and like code gears feel like as soon as they got powers it was like nah i'm killing everybody like this is my mm. shit and then suddenly, you know, like a bigger organization came through and like, like I, I got you. Like I, I got that kind of vibe from it. But so far, I mean, I fucked with the animation, the story. So far, it's about to be fine. I'm like, this is just the beginning. This is like level one. So I just want to be crazy in like the next few before the season ends for me. Sir, sir, Gene Thirteen, talk to me, King. How you feeling about it, man? Um, I think. All right, let's say without reading the manga right um i think chainsaw man at first yeah spark was right though he was like last year anime nyc he was like what is this looking mad goofy and all this stuff <laughs> and all this hype built around it yeah it was hype building around this for for a while bro um but i think it has the potential to be something real legendary just by the fact the way i'm seeing everything like all right the story's in place right and it's basically your typical anti-hero you feel sorry for him, whatever and he has to he's like really down on the social status and stuff like that and then what i noticed from like the first episode or like the first two episodes is like just when you like take it serious they do like some type of parody or something like to make it seem like everything's like not taken as seriously. And it reminds me, you know, it reminds me of like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Like everything is just like, it looks beautiful. It's shot beautiful. Everything is written beautiful, but then you'll just have those certain scenes where it's like, Oh, I'm only doing this because I just want a girl to play video games with or something like that. It's just, it, it has something to be great. Like, it reminds me of Quentin Tarantino movie. Um, I think it's dope. I think it's going to be, like, over the top with, like, a lot of, like, breaking the fourth wall and funny stuff. Like, just when you're taking it serious as an anime and then, like, as a regular, like, a horror is going to be, like, it's going to have that silly, funny scene to just bring you back and just break up that, like, that like intense feeling of it being like a serious sore enemy. So I'm looking forward to it. I dig it. It's dope. Animation is dope. Is, is the manga done or it's still going? It finished, but then they started off like part two of it. So it's continuing now. Okay. 
So it's, it's continuing. But, you know, y'all both brought up some good points, especially the, uh, the Quentin Tarantino reference, because that's one of the things that I like about it. Because what I tend to find is that in life, yo, sometimes you can't, as humans, we're not built to handle, like, consistent tragedy after tragedy after tragedy without getting some form of a break. And I think with what you said with Quentin Tarantino, that's one thing that he's good at. You know what I'm saying? It's like, take, for example, you listening to an album, a music album, and it's like 15 songs, but all the songs are about suicide, 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 suicide. Without something in the middle of that that's just like a, a party song or a feel-good song or a weed song maybe, like without something in between those, you're going to get overwhelmed. It's going to be too much for you. You know what I'm saying? And I think Chainsaw Man does that well, you know, in the... One of my personal favorite things is just the character Denji, the main character. You know what I mean? He's, I, I like those simple characters who don't really overthink things and they just want little things. You know what I mean? From Luffy wanting to be That's just pussy. free. To, yeah, yeah that, <laughs> Denji just want to touch some titties. That's what he was. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, with the hype of it, I don't, we've never seen something of this caliber. Like my man said, Mappa's animated. If y'all don't know damn near anything anime that's fire to y'all, Mappa animated. Mappa's involved in Spy Family. Mappa took over Attack on Titan. They whatever's fire out there, they're pretty much animated. And no, you know what makes Mappa good too? It's not even just the animation. It's it's the it's the way they it makes things look cinematic in a way. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it's like animation mixed with cinematography. At the same mm-hmm. time, like everything, just you know how Akira looks. It's like a camera just following these niggas, like while they while they yeah, fight. Yeah, that's what I think yeah. makes it dope. Is that it's just not the animation alone. It looks pretty, but it's still. I feel I like agree it's like with that. I agree with that all the way from the opening theme. It, it, you know, all of the shots are references of classic movies that we see. That's you know dope. I mean? So that that even the ending theme, Chainsaw Man's supposed to have what twenty four episodes, something like that. Every single ending theme is going to be a different song. So it's like we're getting a 24-pack of an album or something. Like, it's crazy. But um, we all love it. Y'all definitely should tune in, man, if y'all don't know about it. But if you're in the anime space, I'm pretty sure you heard about it. But, you know, when we talk about Denji, the character that I love and how simple he is, man, there's a lot of archetypes of characters <laughs> that we see <laughs> Yo, come on, man. We're going to do this every time, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a while, man. Oh, <laughs> I think get used to it again. <laughs> but yeah, man, we, we talk about Denji. You know, he's a simple character. I, I personally love those simple characters. You know, what I mean, the Luffy's, the Goku's, the Naruto's. There's, there's nothing complicated about it. You know, what I mean, what you see is on the surface, right then. And there. But there's a lot of different styles of characters that we've seen throughout anime and i just want to ask my brothers what kind of characters archetypes do you guys love or hate you know what i mean and do you have an example of that character uh i'll kick it off man i hate the main character of every Low key, <laughs> I ain't gonna Oh, yeah, I was gonna say the same shit, bro. I just hate the main character. I don't know what it is. I just feel like they're all the same. They too, they um, too hero-y. Yeah, man, hero-y, bro. It's a little man, hero-y, bro. He said, hero-y, bro. He said, I just hate main character. 
yeah, I like I I love I love anti heroes. That's why I like Vegeta. Like it's like you good. It's like you a bad guy, right? But then I like when um eventually something happens and then the, the bad guy has to turn good or something like that. I like I like that. Like that transition of I but I don't really bang with y'all, but I'm a I'm a bang with y'all just because one. yeah. <laughs> I like characters like that. I like anti-heroes because they're just like more dimensional, you know? So, you know, at any given point, they could go back and, and get back in their bag or yeah. something like that. You just never know with them, you know? You never know when they're going to turn or whatever like that. Um, Yeah. So you like them because they're more realistic almost. Like they're more like people for real because people for real ain't really like Goku and them. People for real more like Vegeta. <laughs> yeah, exactly, bro. I mean, I ain't gonna, like the characters I fucked with. Like, I like nonchalant characters. Like, like characters just, it's just they just mad cool off rip. Like niggas, like like Sasuke in the beginning. Niggas was just like, I don't fuck with y'all niggas. I'm just trying to get strong. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> like, I fucked with like characters like him and like fucking like Aizen. Like Aizen was just like, All right, I'm about to take over. I'm about to take over y'all niggas, bro. I'm about to take over this shit. They, they just be doing shit without breaking a sweat. That's how yeah. You like they just. It's just cool, bro. Like this chill character, bro. Like Mikasa, just mad chill, mad cool. Mm. Fucking, what's is mad cool, bro? I don't know, but I just fuck some cool characters, bro. Like like Zoro. Zoro, I could say Zoro is like a cool character. Like laid back. They got the one liners. They say one random serious thing or funny. Yeah, thing. give just, me some cool shit. Yeah, they always chill, say bro. some cool shit. That's I a fact. I respect that. Yeah, like I don't like I don't like the hero y characters, bro. <laughs> no supermans. No nah. supermans. I think Naruto talk to all his talk to all his villains, bro. Like a boxer, like, all right, all right, let's talk it out. <laughs> let's talk it out. Nigga said talk no juice. Damn. Just talk <laughs> it out, bro. I, I respect that, man. You myself, man, we talk about like archetypes. I you know I already mentioned Denji and Luffy and all that, but I like I'm not gonna lie, I gotta think for like the the shy, not the shy, I'm lying, not the shy girls. The you know what characters I like? I like the pervert characters. <laughs> oh I beg with the pervert like, like Jiraiya, <laughs> <laughs> like Sanji. I beg with all yeah, damn, there was this girl from it was Gintama. There was a pervert girl who her nose always bleeding and she always doing some perverted shit. Like, yo, she she is dumb funny. I can't remember her name off the top right now, but those are characters that like a lot of times they tend to save the humor of the show. Like mm. they tend to bring through a they'll do a moment that's like, man, I think niggas really think like that in real life. Well, I think girls really think like this. Everybody just don't want to say it, man. But yeah, that's that's what I go for when we talk about character archetypes, man. But um with that being said, let's move on to something else that I want to discuss, which is the sad one, low key for you know nostalgia and all of that. Cartoon Network, the channel that we all done grew up on. Cartoon Network has had at least one or two shows that you watched or liked or was a little bit interested in growing up. It is finally, not finally, I shouldn't say that. I sound like I'm happy for it to be mm-hmm. gone, but Cartoon Network is going away. They fell to Warner Brothers Animation. That's what they're turning into. And a lot of the vets and a lot of the shows that are over there right now, well, a lot of the veteran animators 
and people working over there have been let go. And a lot of the shows that people are loving right now, like uh, this one, Craig of the Creek, that people love talking about, it seems like they're packing them shows up. And um, I just want to get y'all y'all take on what's going on with that, because this is a classic channel. I mean, I think where the world is at now, I think everything is about to be like, in the future, everything's gonna be like one big ass, <laughs> one big ass station, bro. One big ass Netflix. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be one like everything's just gonna come together because everybody's buying everything, bro. Like niggas is buying shit out. Like in Funimation, buy you no know, Country Robot, Funimation, or some shit. And mm-hmm. like, like Netflix had a partner. Some some shit. Like everything's just everybody's just buying everything, bro. Niggas got money just paying Monopoly, bro. <laughs> that's that's basically what niggas is doing. I mean, it's unfortunate because a lot of people grew up on, I mean, we all grew up on Cartoon Network, you feel me? Like, but, I mean, I ain't really got much to say on it because I, I don't really know too, too much, but mm-hmm. it's unfortunate. That, I mean, Warner Brothers of all places, like... I mean, Random, right? Yeah. Didn't, didn't, didn't Warner Brothers have shows on Nickelodeon or some shit? Or WB? They, yeah, they had... <laughs> <laughs> they got shows everywhere, honestly. Yeah, so it's like they they, take, they got their hand in the pot everywhere. So yeah, you take over a whole network though. That's 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 crazy. Oh, gee, how you feeling? Um, the word. I think that it's just um, the way the times are now. Um, I think that Cartoon Network was mostly right. Uh, it. It was mostly aimed at children, not children, like people. It was like an age gap. It was like it wasn't kiddie shows. It was like after you're a kid, it has shows for like teenagers, young teenagers, like um, that's true. Adolescents and stuff like that and going up and up and up. So now the way the world is working, I think this is this is just my little theory. I think like, all right, so now when these kids grow up, all the shows they like is like what Coco Melon and like all them little baby shows. Like they get mm-hmm. started on those shows. Everybody love those shows. Those shows ain't going nowhere. They're real popular. Right. And then as you grow up, they don't transition into those Cartoon Network shows. They'll either go straight to anime or they just won't watch those cartoon shows because it's kind of like kitty in a sense. Because if you look at it, look at the age where we was watching cartoons and where the kids are watching cartoons now it, it probably seems childish to them but we was watching pokemon and all them shows and everything all them little shows that after like the kids show we watch all little so i think that demographic is missing it's like a gap it's like they either going straight from those like baby shows into like anime if they're still interested they're not really watching those like yeah you got your anomalies like adventure time and stuff like that but I don't think there's like an audience for it anymore. To that's why, like, you really see them bringing back Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like five, six times <laughs> because that's already a fan base. That's some joint that that's true. We will watch if it's fire. Like, if yeah. it's the you know what I mean, because we grew up on that and it's just it's an established brand. So <clears throat> a lot of those shows is just missing that demographic just from that gap in like going from kids shows, Baby Shark to anime to whatever like that so well just to like piggyback off what you said like i think because mostly now 
like all the kids, like we when we was kids, we was watching Cartoon Network, but like the kids now, they only tablets watching, like you said, Coco Melon, Baby Shark, and shit. So it's like exactly. basically we we watch like Gumball and Adventure Time and regular show and shit. We'll still like, watch that. Get faded yeah. and watch regular shows. So. <laughs> so it's like, Thanks. but I think like the viewership is kind of dropped dramatically because we. I, I mean, when I go to my mom's crib, sometimes I, I, the first thing I would go to is Cartoon Network to see what's on. You feel me? And like if mm-hmm. Adventure Time or Teen, even Teen Titan Go, I'll watch it. But like these kids now, they're not watching it. They watch it, but then it's like, eh. and like some of the jokes that's in these shows, even back then, and now like the, the, the jokes that was in these shows is like, damn, like this, this, boy, oh boy. Like we wasn't ready for that when we was young, but now it's like, oh shit, they put this in mm-hmm. like these shows. So, I mean, I think that has a, to do with it too. Like the viewership just dropped OD since over the years and. Everybody's consuming streaming now, so it's like that's a fact. It's not. I think the bigger thing is it's not even that the shows themselves aren't being watched. It's that no one's watching. No one's turning on their TV to go to that channel specifically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I we gonna we gonna uh, jump shit to something going on in the what's going on video game world. <laughs> <laughs> well, nah. I'm sure. <laughs> All right, so we, you know, the FGC, the fighting game community, for those that don't know, you know, they they throw tournaments, they throw events, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot that goes on over there, and they're very dedicated to what they do. They're very, you know, a lot of them want to expand, a lot of them want to keep it underground. A lot of, a lot of them want to keep that gritty nature. It's kind of similar to, like, you know, hip-hop fans from the 90s compared to hip-hop fans of today. A lot of them want boom bap and lyrics and the kids nowadays they like no nah, i'm popping these perks and i'm getting lit i don't care about none of that so what's happening right now waka flocka flame for those that don't know waka streams i believe he streams on twitch if i'm not bugging and he's a video game fan waka flock is recently called out a well-known fighting game player sonic fox if we keep it in the buck one of the best ever you know sonic fox has won multiple tournaments good. Yeah. I'm the guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same. I sound like Waka Flocka. <laughs> 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 so, Waka called out Sonic Fox. He's a legendary fighting game player. He plays everything from Dragon Ball Fighters, Mortal Kombat. Uh, I think he. I think Sonic Fox is playing Guilty Gear now. So. He made the call out on Twitter and of course Sonic Fox obliged and say, Oh, choose a Mortal Kombat game, I'll dust you. You know, should uh is it a good look when celebrities get involved with the FGC? Oh. based on you know Waka Flocka versus Sonic Fox and Lupe and Chris G going back and forth. Is it a good look? Because it seems like the FGC don't want them there. It's a good look overall because I think celebrities bring more. Bring more eyes to a community or to a thing. You feel me? Like, for instance, right? Like, when Lupe fought Daigo, like, every, everybody was tuned into that shit just to see, like, you know what I mean? The best fighting game, one of the best fighting game um, players versus Lupe. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I ain't tuning in. Because we already know what's going to happen. But, um, I mean, that's, like, um, another fan base coming in to see like what's going on like remember when drake and ninja first linked up and they was playing like yeah. that that made ninja's numbers go 
berserk because everybody wants that, to that see made his career if we keep yeah. it above. I mean, yeah, basically, because like everybody wants to see, oh shit, Drake playing Fortnite. What the fuck? What the fuck is this? So mm-hmm. they, I mean, he wants to see that type of shit. Like, and and it's like a hype. Like, I think most, or even like with um when celebrities tap into anime, like, yeah, I watch anime, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I watch Naruto, I watch. So it's like it brings their fan base into watching anime just to, you know what I mean, just to be cool or just to watch it also and to see what it's, what it's about. So I think, I mean, it's a, it's a very good look because, like, Waka is a very, I mean, he's one of, he's, he's, he's a well-known artist and, like, Lupe is a well-known mm-hmm. artist, so that's just going to build more. I remember Wayno bigged up Sonic Fox one time on, on um, what's that shit called? Everyday Struggle. Oh, so sure. Like, yeah, so it's like, know about that. yeah, he said he watches, he watches him play and shit, so it's like, <laughs> You never, I mean, when you never know who watching and like that type of, that type of like, um, how do I say, that type of space, like both 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 spaces collide, like that would be fire. I mean, it's a, it's a good look overall, promotion wise, like for the for the FGC, that's that's that's, that's bringing in a lot of revenue. Because imagine mm-hmm. <laughs> you come, imagine Waka Faka about to about to go on tour, right? He sells out. So imagine you say, "Oh, Waka Faka about to be, be about to host a video game thing." That's mad. That's mad numbers right there. Nah. Promotion for that would be crazy, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good look overall. Okay, OG, what's the vibe? What you thinking, my boy? Nah, you go second, my brother. Let's break it up. Oh, you know, I'm, the off of one... <laughs> I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the spin off from my man said it's a good look, definitely. But I think what the where the frustration lies with the FGC is that they feel like a lot of them feel like these celebrities are trying to capital capitalize off of their situation, which is silly because most of these celebrities make way more bread than these FGC players. You know what I mean? I think there's also a fascination when it comes to people who are celebrities getting to see their favorite celebrity interact with the thing they love. Like, remember when Meg Thee Stallion performed at TwitchCon and she was twerking on Master Chief? Like, that was a big thing. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I know all the Halo players got mad horny and shit. So I think that the FGC overall just should be more welcoming, but also understand, like, let, let's say the celebrity is trying to profit off of that. Okay, cool. But y'all could profit off of it too. Like, business is business. You know what I mean? Need yeah. a personal shit out of there who cares if they don't spend you know i mean eight hours a day in the training room trying to master their bread and butter setups you know what i'm saying another aspect of it is the celebrities who are in the lab really going hard like that if they announce that these people are getting involved with the fgc no one would give a fuck because it's not none of the big names like niggas don't know sledger who's a producer for like waka flock uh not waka flock uh wiz khalifa Fucking Logic, a, a bunch of Sledge produces for a bunch of artists in the rap game. And he plays Mortal Kombat faithfully. Like, Dog is nice. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if they announced your Sledge versus Sonic Fox, it wouldn't get as much buzz as a Lupe yeah. or a Waka Flocka. You feel me? But yeah. the FGC got to pick and choose their battles like carefully because y'all niggas not rich. Y'all niggas is quite broke over there compared to, you know, the league community or the, you know what I mean? Um, counter-strike community they seeing bread for days y'all yeah. praying to see that type of bread you know you know what it is too it's, it's more so like ego it's like mm-hmm. i'm mad nice nigga. Who the hell? it's like 
Just like, remember when um Sonic Fox was about to start playing Marvel 2? And yeah, it was like, mm-hmm. nah, it's not a game that you could just pick up and play and, and you just nice at it or you just know combos. It's like it's a different space here, and you can't just come over here and be like, Oh, I'll, I'll beat you or some shit. Like, I'm I'm the nicest one here. We the nicest, like you know your community and you know how everybody is. So it's like it is mad ego. And the funny thing protective. is, chances are <laughs> Sonic Fox could go over there and whoop everybody. <laughs> he is dead that nice when it comes to these yeah. video games. So you know, that's my take on it, though, man. I think it's a good look in the FGC need to relax, man. Pick your battles wisely and try to profit off of it as well. So you could say yesterday's price is not today's price as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, gee, the floor is yours, Captain. Uh, damn, my thoughts are, like, mad scattered with this. <laughs> <laughs> um, First thing, I think the FGC needs celebrities like... um to come in to help build it to take it to another level um unlike esports where they're in another tax bracket a whole different tax bracket and that's simply just because of those mobile games like league and dota like that they sell so much more copies or they make so much more money than Capcom on and Namco or any of them that and what they do is they fund all the tournaments themselves so Riot is funding all the tournaments themselves with all that money they get back so they get these big sponsorships from cars and they're more global and stuff like that whereas to like before Capcom wasn't sponsoring Evo and stuff like that so mm-hmm. just on physical sales alone that's why fgc is kind of like on the bottom of the totem pole because all these guys they just want you to buy the game after it's done and then they don't really like put money back into it you kind of see it now with capcom cup and tekken they kind of like more the community but like smash for example they don't care about no freaking tournament or the fgc like that um so i think that they need that helping hand from celebrities, unlike esports, you see everybody running and buying esports teams. You see Shaq and Rick Fox and all these yeah. people want to buy into the esports team because it's such a big thing. But I think the it's other way around with the FGC is like they do need that like person that to come over and um help like bridge that gap um per se because the reason another reason too why esports is like so much better not better but it, it looks better because i video games is more of a physical thing like arcades and everybody talking trash and the commentators like yipes commentaries you know what i mean this is, this is how it was built and when you look at esports they make it look like espn like niggas in suits and smart <laughs> professionals with the mm-hmm. studio to look like a freaking real nba joint so Ah, I don't think it, I don't think it could get to that level, man. I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna take somebody like a celebrity to get to that level. Um, and they should run the and then what's this gonna do is like, yeah, run the set. And they're gonna run the set and they're gonna see that, like, oh, this nigga not just pushing buttons. There's a reason why when you get knocked down, you waking up and you can't block and you can't, you don't know what's going on, you getting hit, you getting perfected. And then, and then once they realize, like, oh snap, there's more to this than just knowing the moves or knowing a combo or knowing the special moves. 
Nah, it's so much more to it, like frame data and uh, tax, like media tax, like getting up and waking up on hip and cross ups and stuff like that. So it's like a whole another thing to it. And it, it, it's going to take somebody that has um that that has that name to do it. Just like piggyback off that, too. I think it has to do with like also like the FGC is like. It has to do with the actual game also, because like if I think the only thing that's going to be carrying the FGC is like Street Fighter six when it comes out or Street Fighter. Because I don't think people really tuned into Dragon Ball Fighters like that anymore. I mean, people still watch Tekken, but not like, not like that. You feel me? So it's like, can't say that. I want to say the FGC is like dying, but it's like they need that one game that's like everybody could play, or like one game that everybody would get actually get into to make it interesting. Yeah, I think that is more. It's the momentum of it because Dragon Ball Fighters had the momentum, but then they was killing, they was shooting themselves in the foot, releasing broken ass characters where the game got boring because it was only one way to play. You know what I mean? I think that's what makes Street Fighter so like stand on top of the mountain because mm-hmm. even though there's clearly characters that are better than others, there's still a way to win with bad characters. Like I remember this one player, oh, I can't remember his name, but he was he's a uh, Fang who was like universally they consider him the worst character in Street Fighter Five, mm. but he came through and won a tournament with that character. You know, what I mean, some people, there's still people out here trying to make Ryu work, and some of them are getting top eights and shit like that. So yeah. I think it's just maintaining that momentum, man. You know, any game that come out, if it's a universally broken character or broken way to play, everybody mm-hmm. gonna play it, and then it's gonna get boring. Like you know, even from Apex, remember when Seer first dropped? Oh my god. When Seer yeah. first came out, I, I didn't even want to play no more. It was ridiculous what he could do. So I think too the to piggyback that. off y'all piggyback. <laughs> I think too. Um, I think fighting games are just different. I just keep comparing it to MOBAs and Counter Strike and all them games. I think that fighting games, you're naturally gonna get bored of fighting games for playing it so long. It like doesn't matter how good the game is. I think naturally you're going to be wanting the next thing because it's like, all right, patch after patch, character after character. Soon you're going to want the next game. And the thing that makes MOBA so good that not good, whereas really you don't really need to make a new game where they could just release characters because those games are considered as a sport, like a game of league of legend is compared to basketball so it's like kind of like timeless that's why they always have the numbers it's like after a mm-hmm. while you play marvel 2 3 you get bored of it you're waiting for the next marvel it don't come out till four five six years all right they can't do it they can't get you feel me it's like time there's not time. there's not no like league, league of legends too it's yeah, just one league of legends but they just keep building off of that it's timeless it's just like I a sport it's like a like a literal sport I get you know, what you mean. There's no, NBA, there's no NBA 2. It's just new seasons of the same Exactly. NBA. So right now, they announced Street Fighter 6. Nobody wants to play Street Fighter 5. Everybody's waiting for Street Fighter 6, and then so on and so on. Yeah. Has like a shelf mean. life. Fighting games have a shelf life. It's so many, yeah. so much, like, patches and characters you could do until they want a whole different gameplay of it, you know? Yeah, that's a fact. All right, Josh, let's jump to the next topic, man. So let's talk about conventions, man. Me and my brother Gene recently went to a convention, and there's 
certain things that we just noticed with attendees and you know everybody who's going to the convention and i thought that it would be a good idea for us to mention some you know what we would call con etiquette you know what i mean just the way to present yourself and the way to move about and do what you do at the convention without inconvenience to other people in ways that could be considered creepy or you know intrusive things of that nature man um so with that being said i'll give an example of what i think is a good con edison etiquette i said edison. Edison. <laughs> <Con Edison. laughs> so um for y'all who don't know conventions are usually like two-day three-day events where you know there's a showroom floor there's merch being sold you know you may meet you know, a content creator or an artist that you follow on Twitter or Instagram, things of that nature. You could buy their merch, you could talk to them, whatever, whatever. But I think one etiquette that you should have, definitely, 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 your hygiene, please, your hygiene, people. Like, bathe. During these three-day events, a lot of people come out of town, come in the hotels. Please bathe. Bathe, brush your teeth. You know what I'm saying? Wear clean clothes. Don't wear the same outfit from the day before because it's most likely sweaty and stinky. And, you know, if, if your breath not smelling that fresh, go, you know, grab a piece of gum, some TikTok. Uh, TikTok. TikTok. Oh, my TikTok. God. TikTok. No, I you can't write the first one. TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, because, you know, I had noticed, you know, at the at the convention we went to, there was someone that walked up to someone who was selling merch and you know they were over the table talking to them and they're like man they they type whatever and of course the person selling the merch is excited but i i noticed you know a, a squinting of the eyes and a kind of like pulling back as the person was talking right, directly right. in their face and i'm like oh that person breath is hot i'm like oh man that gotta be uncomfortable to deal with man. so you know think of it like you know when you talk to somebody that you got a crush on you want to pull up Know what I mean? Looking crazy, hot breath, not smelling right. You know what I'm saying? You wanna have, you wanna have your shit together. So get your shit together when you get the conventions, man. You don't want to be the cause of why the whole show floor is smelling a certain type of oniony, you know, hot, gritty. You don't want none of that. Man. So hygiene, 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 man. My brothers, talk to me. What's one example of good convention etiquette that you can give to the people so they can get themselves right? Yeah, I go last. Go ahead, bro. Uh, good convention etiquette. Um, yo, stop being so thirsty when y'all be seeing Damn. these joints, man. You I just do it, bro. I just do it, bro. I got it, I got I'm going to come with another one. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I got it, I got it. Uh, um, yeah, y'all stop being so thirsty when y'all see these chicks. I know, I get it, I get it. They they be wearing they be wearing that shit. I mean, they, they be, be looking good. They be looking good, <laughs> but <I'll>, get it. <laughs> yeah, y'all gotta like, and it and it's and it's crazy because this is like it's a, like a lot of like immature people attend cons too. It's like. So when they see them and they ask for a picture and then like and they may say no and then they may say like, oh, oh, come on, come on, come on or touch them inappropriately. You just got to like, man, it's really nothing. Mission, to, basically. Yeah, you got to have permission, but. Yeah, I got to figure out a way 
to just do it or not act thirsty but like yo i like you yo you dope you gotta be you gotta be like smooth like yo this is dope can i get a picture with you da, da, da. can't just be like touchy touchy because i understand when them cheeks be outside and it's like damn you ain't see cheeks <laughs> up this up close like this probably your whole life type of shit so yeah man just be respectful to the ladies man because that's the only reason why we go to cons to be honest <laughs> imagine, imagine you imagine the girl stop going just because of that <laughs> man niggas bro you oh, that's, niggas that's scary to pull, pull, man. come on bro i mean yeah. but um yeah man be respectful <laughs> they say no no means no man you feel me yeah. Yeah. No, definitely means no. And understand, you know, real quick before my brother takes control, real quick, just understand that, yo, like, they regular people too. You know what I'm saying? Like, how would you feel if somebody run up on you? You know what I mean? Trying to do shit like sneak pictures without permission, doing certain shit. Yo, they regular, yo, the ladies at the conventions are regular people too. And if we keeping it a buck, you know what I mean? The conventions and all of this shit is built off of their backs. Just, just. When you go to these cons, like just just be cool, bro. Like, I, like I ain't even just for the women, but like you see your favorite content creator, like or whoever, like or you see a nice cosplay, like just be cool. Like some people be like, oh my god, look and start doing a Naruto run and look at mad goofy just to take a picture. Like, bro, relax, bro. Like, <laughs> there's mad Naruto's in here. There's mad Nezuko's in here. <laughs> there's mad fucking there's mad characters in here, bro. You know, just gotta play just play just be cool bro just, just go to the con to have fun like don't be going to just to fucking try to lurk. yeah just to lurk and be creepy and be a be that type of dude bro because you will get called out bro niggas <laughs> will have video you call you out make you look stupid bro and then you're gonna look stupid for the rest of your life Yo, but I ain't gonna lie the way we are bro once we pop bro we if we have like one of them fans that just be a little overzealous. I know we're gonna be roasted them. Like, yo, yo calm down, my boy. Hold this picture. Yo, there's one nigga like that. I ain't gonna say no name, but there's nah, one nigga. <laughs> there's one, there's one nigga low key like I that, know bro. He's too much. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Like, be, be respectful, man. Just just take it easy, man. They regular people too. Facts. All right, so. Last but finally not least, my brothers, we're going to get into what I like to call unpopular opinions, man. We each going to give y'all an unpopular opinion that is either, you know, something we like that the world generally doesn't like or vice versa. Something that we hate that the world universally seems to love. You know what I mean? That could range from anything such as Michael Jackson's thriller. I could really stand up here and say, yo, I hate thriller. People going to look at me crazy, but it's my opinion. And by the way, I don't hate Thriller. That's the greatest album of all time, let's be clear. But um, when it comes to that, I'll kick it off one time for the one time, man. Uh, I personally think there's an album out that universally is hated by many. But I think the album is pretty decent. The what? The Blueprint the, uh, album. Okay, so, okay. It's a hip hop album. The Blueprint 2 by Jay Z, The Gift and the Curse. I like that album. I don't think the album is trash. Sorry, why are you looking at us? Like keep going. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> What's up with you? You gotta hear what you gotta say, bro. Bro, the album's good, yo. The, yo, it got clean songs. It got a bunch of Jay Z got a lot of, he got a song on there, 
Beanie Siegel and uh, Scarface. Uh, somehow, some way. That's one of my favorite joints off that record. Yo, that album is the, the track. That track itself is real. It's all about a lot of real shit. It's motivational too. Like, I I get it. Like Jay Z got a decorated career from Reasonable Doubt to the Black Album to the original Blueprint. You know what I mean? Which personally, the original Blueprint is probably my favorite whole album. I did that or I did that or the Black Album. I go back and forth, but. Blueprint 2 is not as bad as niggas say. Blueprint 2 was not bad. Go back, go back and listen to Blueprint 2. Go back and listen to Blueprint 2. Me. I really think if it was that bad, it was not that bad at all. So that's my, you know. I don't think that's like I don't think that's like OD is it that critically claimed like that? I don't think that's far off. Yeah, I don't think I think nah, they be yo, they roast the blueprint too. They be like the blueprint too and kingdom come. Is like his two worst yeah. albums. I'm like, yo, I know they say like Kingdom Come 2. That's another one. It had Show Me What You Got. That shit was fire. Like it had the Usher song on there. It had on um, what's the song? Dig a hole, oh. dig a hole, dig a hole. That was on there. That shit was hard. Like, thanks, thanks. Yeah, I, I, I like J albums are usually dope. Hey man, that's my thing. Jay Z, the Blueprint 2, the gift and the curse, man. I'm gonna go last guy, bro. <laughs> Yo, you sure I might take yeah. this joint, bro? <laughs> nah, like I have, bro. You can't take this shit from me, bro. Nah, it's impossible. I feel, I feel like I know it's impossible. I feel like I know what OG about to mention. But yeah, I normally get cooked. Talk to us. But I liked that Super Mario Brothers movie from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all forgot that movie. <laughs> I liked it, bro. I don't I remember know. that movie at all. Listen, you gotta be a kid to think like, yo, you ain't know nothing about bad movies. The only thing I hated was how Bowser looked. I'm like, yo, this, <laughs> that didn't make sense. That upset me. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me, bro? I, I lied when I said I feel like I know he could <laughs> He lied. <laughs> Bro, I like all them cheesy movies. That, that I like the Street Fighter movie. All right, let me chill. Let me chill. Whoa, nah, there was no Hadouken in that. How you like that movie? I don't know. I think I just liked it just just to see it on this big screen. Like and the characters God, come to bro. life. That was the main character, bro. Yo, it was really bad. That was really bad, bro. That was the main fucking character, bro. Dying in him. <laughs> it was really bad, but I think just as a kid, just to see it come to life, it was just so nostalgic for me. Oh, they did the thing. They made the reference. He said the thing or stuff like that. I just liked it for that, even though they were bad movies and it's horrible when you watch I'm it now. Watch that shit. Yo, I won't. I won't lie though. <laughs> John Leguizamo being in it was was fire. I will say that John Leguizamo being in it was fire. But I'm Mario looked like a Mario. I mean, uh, that's debatable. <laughs> that's debatable. Yo, if you think about it, the plot they did kind of follow the plot a little bit from the game and stuff. Like the the way they tried to like make it real life, it was it was it was a good plot, but just. It was just, <laughs> it was just a sign of the times, man. But I liked all that cheesy '90s game adaptation. You know what, though, I can't knock you for that because if we really think about it, 
the Mortal Kombat movie was actually bad, but we all loved that movie. It was actually not that uh, good, but we all that movie it. was fire, King. Yeah, it was fire. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> bro that really, movie was really, fire. That was straight nostalgia, boy. Casting but, but, everything. I mean, like there's certain games you loved back then that if you go back and look at the graphics, even Final Fantasy VII, as much as I love it, the graphics were terrible. When, yo, when that came out, I was like, where are their fingers, bro? I, I didn't like it back then, the graphics. <laughs> like Roblox, oh, man. <laughs> yo, Sparks, it's all on you, my boy. Let me hear what you go say, baby. Oh, boy. Hey, this nigga, hey, he toxic. Let me hear what he go say. I ain't going front. I don't know how. I mean, there's only, all right. There's a particular artist, right? I like a couple of his songs, cool, but they hype him up way too fucking much, bro. Future, I think he's trash. My fault. <laughs> I mean, nah, not even him. Bro. I mean, I never really had listened to Future. I mean, Future songs is fine, but I think I'd rather listen to Future more than this dude right here. Holy and I'm gonna say this. Oh shit! Like my whole offensive. And I don't Dang. know who you might play a tune. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who gonna be mad. I don't care who be mad, but I'm gonna say this, bro. J. Cole is trash, bro. J. Cole is trash. I'm sorry, J. Cole is trash, bro. <laughs> J. Cole He's is lying. He's J. Lying, Cole bro. is trash, bro. He's lying. J. Bro, he's lying. Cole nah, bro. You're gonna have to write trash. like a Full five page essay and tell me why you're lying. J. Cole is trash, bro. I'm sorry. I don't care what nobody's saying. Nobody can change my opinion. Like, I don't, I, I, the only album I liked is For Your Eyes Only. And for some reason, that was was everybody, everybody, that's when you just started listening to him. Nah, I I was listening to him. That was your first time hearing him, bro. I think he trash. He listened to his first nah, I fucked with J. Cole, but my nigga, I don't know how people big him up like, like compared to Kendrick. Like, how do you compare him to Kendrick? Like, and and Drake. Like, what? Wow. J. Cole is winning bro. J. Cole, I mean, he see go platinum every every album, but I'm just like, I don't see how like his. The beat, like even for his last album, I only fuck with one song off that whole album. What off the off season? Off the what? off season, that shit with cameras just like lyrics is cool, but I'm just like it don't. That's not some shit I could bump in the car, bro. That's not some shit. Even if if one okay, all right. if one right, niggas bump me... that shit in the car, I'm like nah, I'm not. Just oh, okay, man. all right. I, I will let me try to end. <laughs> all right, I think. J. Cole's trash. I think I understand where you're coming from. I definitely don't think that. But I, I think I understand where you're coming from because I, th- this is what I say with Jay-Z and Nas. Nas is dope, a dope introspective type rapper. But mm. kind of like you said, if I'm riding around, I'm most I'm more likely going to knock a Jay-Z record than mm. a Nas record. Mm. Nas, he got joints that I like. Don't get it twisted. But I, I think I see where you're coming from. Like, I think J. Cole is more than Nas among those. Are. Like, if, if we had to compare Drake, Kendrick, and J. Cole to, like, Biggie, Jay-Z, and Nas, Drake and Kendrick would more be Biggie and Jay-Z, in a sense. And the reason I say that... No, hold on, listen. The reason I say that is because 
they got more songs you would hear in a club. What Nas song you really hearing in the club? Besides, like you owe me. You're not. You're not hearing no Nas in the club. What you hearing? And I don't right. think you're gonna really hear J Cole in the club. What you gonna hear Fire Squad? You're not gonna hear J Cole in the club. But you definitely hear Be Humble. Be Humble will knock in yeah. the club. You hear Drake whole catalog will knock in the club. You feel what I'm saying? And I think that's why I made the comparison to Big Jay Z and Nas. Biggie and Ho, you will hear in the club. Definitely. Nas, right. you're not hearing in the club like that. J. Cole That's got some joints thing. that you it'll ring off in the club. Nah, like like I said, like certain nah. songs what, I fucks with them. Workout. I mean, I heard workout in the club. I mean in the club. Oh shit, I forgot about that. But that says you owe me. That says you owe me, <laughs> Yeah, but all in all, J. Cole is trash, bro. That's crazy. That's crazy. I thought I'm not gonna lie, I thought OG would have had the most outrageous unpopular opinion but boy damn i had another one that was really outrageous but that one just came to my mind i'm like nah i ain't gonna look it up <laughs> yo j cole wait is... why i like j cole though damn we got four minutes damn why i like j cole i like j cole yeah why i like j cole bro what's what's so nice about j cole bro that boy be rapping his asshole that boy rap his asshole bro i think he's a lyrically he's definitely better than kendrick to me lyrically all right, child. All right, child. Who right, there, boy? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, what's hold going on? on? <laughs> All right, child. Hold on, hold on. There's no what? fucking way you give think. Me, give me what's a going ball. on, bro? I don't know give who to Kendrick fight now. Ball. Hold on, hold on. Give me a Kendrick ball that was so lyrical that had you like, oh, my God. He's the best rapper alive. Nah, I think can't think of Nah, I mean, there's so, so, nah, so much. It's like. Which one do you Yo, Kendrick is like pick? Kendrick is like Pac. He say real shit, but he ain't giving you double entendres to triple entendres. J. Cole will give you double entendres. We got we got we got Jay-Z giving us double entendres. We don't need J. Cole for that shit, man. Nigga said. <laughs> I need J. J. Cole. Um, no, I don't know. I, I'm I, I, I'm gonna give I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to some J. Cole and and and, and maybe I might rebuttal. I can't even listen to him, bro. I'm lying. I can't even listen to J. Cole. There's certain artists that you just can't listen when he, like when his last nah, album came out, bro. Niggas is hyping it up. I listen to him like because of my hype over the cam, the cam um introduction or feature, or whatever. I'm like, nigga, what the shit ain't even that? That's that, a, all that, bro. That's a hell of a note to wrap this episode on. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Yo, but listen, y'all, we gonna wrap this episode up, man. J. Cole trash. Don't listen to us. Nah, I'm gonna stop. Yo, okay, bro. Uh, first thing first, rest in peace. All right, man, go ahead. Go ahead. That's crazy. <laughs> but listen, y'all, that's a, that's another episode. Hey, that's what you basis. That's yo. what you base this whole thing off of, bro. Uncle Phil. Yeah. <laughs> that one was man. iconic, though. Nah, I fucked with that song. Don't say for us. Don't say for us. She don't want to be saved. I, I fucked with that. That that was real. Yeah, we can't do this right now. It's not enough time. We say you want that, that Jada and that Will love. Come on. <laughs> Come on. You niggas want That's that? That's a good rebuttal. You niggas want that, bro? Y'all want that, bro? That joke's fine. <laughs> Yo, what's that song? Watch. Nice watch, run it. Nah, hey, chill. Man, come, on, it, bro. It, nah. <laughs> come on, bro. Come on, bro. You got to make bro. a J. Cole playlist now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but listen, party people, appreciate y'all rocking with us, man. It's another episode in the books, you know what I'm saying? And we're gonna hit y'all off with this the usual. If you ain't vibing, you ain't sliding. And you damn sure ain't providing, man. From us to y'all. Blessings.